Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be my talk about the details on trials that we got in the TWAB. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can probably catch me live right now. If not, you're on YouTube. Like, share, subscribe, the bell button, all the comments. Thank you guys for supporting the YouTube channel. I know a lot of people are going to watch this and be like, we already know about this. Like, by the time this hits YouTube, it's it's going to be after kind of the trials weekend. I'm doing this the morning before but I wanted to have something to talk about with the audience, something to do a Q&A about and some people might not read the TWAB or even play Trials opening weekend, so this may be news to you. I do want to talk about why I think this is really, really good structure. Uh, the way that they have set this up is very encouraging to me as somebody who is really pushing for a lot of things to keep lots of people in the Trials player base every weekend and I feel they've made some good decisions. So first I'm going to just walk through what we know, then I'm going to talk about in the middle, we need a win, okay? We need to win right now. PvP has been hurting for a while, has been neglected for a really, really long time. PvE is not in the best shape this season. Uh, it's my opinion that PvE is going to suffer a little bit this season. Uh, engagement's going to go down a little bit. It's not a very good start to the season for the PvE folks. Uh, and so we need to win. We need this to go well. I'm hopeful. I'm doing my big, uh, you know, I'm doing a big project with it and doing some shoutcasting. Uh, anti-cheat. The other thing I want to talk about is anti-cheat. They gave very generic information, but it was encouraging. It sounded good, uh, but it did. It was a little generic, and there's some reasoning there. So, what do we know? Okay, so we know that it's three v three elimination. We know that it's card based, connection based, connection based. Hopefully, first, and that you have to get so many wins to do all. You know, you get so many wins to get things. I'm gonna walk through what they're doing. They're not doing boons anymore. For those of you unfamiliar, in in the first trials iteration in Destiny 1, you would get your card and then you would also buy boons, and those boons would grant you benefits. Now you buy the card and you pick a track. You're basically picking a track for Trials of Osiris, and I really like this iteration and evolution. So the first one, which will be very popular amongst people who are either getting carried or really trying to go flawless, is Mercy. It forgives one loss on your run. So it's not a boon, you're on the Mercy track. There is the Ferocity track. It says, with zero losses, your third win grants a bonus win. So if you have no losses and you get to your third, you get a bonus. So if, you, if you're confident you can win the first three it's going to bump you to four uh when you get to number three confidence grants a bonus reward from the flawless chest so confidence is we're going to go flawless we don't need mercy we don't need the extra win we're just going to win seven no problem and you're going to get an extra drop i like that one for strong stack teams to really go for it every weekend and really try to get those extra drops uh not sure I'm not sure if they'll get the extra drop if it's like their second win. If it's, if it's your second lighthouse run of the weekend or something, I'm not sure how that one works. Now, wealth unlocks at five wins. Increase trials tokens from completing and winning trials matches. I'm a little disappointed that one only unlocks at five wins. I think that one should just be on all the time because that enables people to just kind of play more casually. I wish that one was available all the time. It's kind of weird to give people extra tokens as more of like a passive sort of here's something for casuals, but then it doesn't actually do anything until you get to the five wins. So it only applies, I guess, to game six and seven. Uh, Wisdom unlocks at seven wins. Grants bonus XP from trials wins, scaling with the number of wins on the ticket so you get bonus xp from trials wins scaling to the number of wins in the ticket now i don't understand how does that one unlock at seven so that one only applies to what all the wins i wonder if these unlock after you get enough wins and then they can be bought all the time i wonder if i'm reading this incorrectly that seems really strange to get bonus xp from trials wins it scales 
the number of wins on the ticket, but if it only unlocks at seven, that can't work. That that means once you have it, it would scale to the okay. These must unlock, and then they're always available. I, I'm I'm gonna go with that. That seems kind of odd. That, that that wouldn't make any sense. They are bringing back trials bounties along with passages. Players can buy bounties. You got weekly, daily, and additional. So weeklies will give you XP, glimmer, 35 valor rank points, and five trials tokens. The dailies will give you XP, 15 valor rank, and two trials tokens. And the additional bounties will give XP and two trials tokens. Now the tokens are really really encouraging. I'll get to that in a moment. They're going back to the three, five, and seven win thing. Uh, when you get to three and three and five wins, you get a pinnacle drop, and then when you get to uh, you know the seven, you go flawless, and it's a tier. It's a tier three reward. Uh, going flawless on the trials is the will grant you access to the lighthouse, a reward space only available to players with the flawless passage. Players will get access to pinnacle gear from the flawless chest. Pinnacle gear will give, be given once per week per class. Once the chest has been opened, the players leave the lighthouse. A new flawless passage will be needed to complete it in return. So you can't just like go back as many times as you want and hang out. Uh, trials ingram. Players can turn in trials token to Saint Fourteen to increase their reputation and earn trials ingrams. These ingrams will contain any piece of trials gear that a player has previously earned. So again, that one that one track you can do where you're getting just like bonus tokens. Or was it bonus XP? Was it bonus XP and tokens? Uh, increased trials tokens. Yeah. The one where you get extra tokens is going to be great for casuals. They can just play. They're getting their tokens. They're completing their bounties for tokens. And they can go to Saint and they can get some loot. They don't have to get three, five, and seven. They can get three. That's a drop. They can get some you know, some bounty completions, get some tokens. That is a good thing. This is what you want. You want those people in the player base. No doubt you want casuals in this player base. I've consistently said as many people in the player base playing trials every weekend as possible is a good thing you do not want it to whittle down to the 10% sweatheads. you want as many people in there as possible believe me that's good for region matching better for connection integrity and you're not going to sweat seven games in a row you might sweat the back two or three and that's totally fine that's a natural progression up the card now we don't know if there's any adept weapons we know there's a perk that harkens back to adept weapons from destiny 1 where if you're the last living fire team member you get some benefits on the gun but we don't know if that's reserved for flawless runs or curated roles or anything like that they didn't go into detail about that that remains to be seen we'll find out this weekend so when this video hits monday you're going to be like lona we already know about that so spare me the criticism there it hasn't happened yet while i'm talking right now so uh, we need a win, okay? That, that, that's, the, that's the second part of the video here. We need a win, okay? Right now, you know, the, the community, both for Destiny as a franchise and for the PvP portion of Destiny, we need a freaking home run. We need this to be an absolute crack shot out of the stadium because we have had trials on hiatus for a really, really long time. Crucible has gotten almost nothing for a long time. Iron Banner didn't even get anything the last couple seasons. So I don't, I don't think this can fumble. They really, really, really need to protect this and they really need to make sure that it goes smooth smoothly and they really need to consider and continue to think about keeping casuals in the mix so I hope we're right on those tracks that you just get to win 5 and win 7 and then those tracks are always available again the win 7 one doesn't make any sense logically if it never applies to wins less than 7 so you must just have to unlock it so that one is is one you can you can unlock after a, a flawless run so you want those people in the mix you want me in the mix now I'm going to be casting it I'm hopeful I'm excited about this I'm going to be doing uh, I have a, a soft launch of a project I've been working on since December and I'm going to be doing some shout casting like that's one element of my project and that makes me excited I've always liked trials I've always liked watching trials I had a lot of fond memories of watching streamers play trials back in the day but that does invite the big question anti-cheat 
what did they say about anti-cheat and let me read you what they said about anti-cheat they said they're going to keep a close eye on trials because the stakes are even higher and they're always doing everything they can to ban people and to make it hard for people to cheat but they said new server-side security features have been deployed specifically for trials of osiris and we harden our network layer to make it more resilient to network manipulation we've also increased our staffing to be able to handle and review the banning of cheaters okay now the server-side stuff if you're on PC now, you should be protected from DDoS. I say should. We don't know if it's actually working. It seems the only people getting DDoS now are on console. That's a shame for the console players. All these DDoS scumbags are probably going to flock to console because PC now protects your IP address. You get a token from Steam. So anybody connecting to you doesn't know what your IP address is and therefore can't knock you offline. Brilliant change. Thank you for that change. This also could route packets through this little Steam token thing and it could check for you know unusual behavior aimbot extra software whatever and they could start doing a form of automatic banning now it wouldn't be automatic but it would it would certainly maybe detect cheaters a lot sooner maybe we wouldn't require a bunch of reports to be made they'd be like clearly this person's using something anomalous or messed up or clearly this person's trying to manipulate their own network connection because there's people that like to throttle their internet it makes them kind of laggy and kind of slow and it, it corrupts the integrity of the game mode so for PC players you know, there, there, there's celebration, I think, at this point to be had. Hopefully, we can get through the weekend and know confidently, yeah, a bunch of PC streamers sailed through the weekend. No dosing, almost no cheating at all. I saw a lot of cheating last night, though, so hopefully they've got something in sort of bring the hammer down hard on these people, because fixing dosing is great. Anti-cheat needs to land at some point to really, really completely and utterly prevent cheating from PC, and then the only real major issue you would deal with is DDoSing on console, because there doesn't seem to be really a way to, to change that unless Microsoft or Sony were to develop a similar token system on their end of the software that basically allows you to connect to other people socially. So I I want this to go well. I do as an even as a non-PVP player, I'm pulling for trials. I'm pulling for all the players that have been waiting for this moment to come back and hopefully we can have a smooth launch and uh, and a really really good time. And I like the structure. I like the change that they've gone with with the switch to boons, the tracks and the tokens. I think that's good to keep the casuals in there. And again, you want that. So, we're going to transition to Q&A if you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify or watching on YouTube. You can always catch me live and as always, please like, share and subscribe. Thank you for listening to or watching another episode of SNTR Presents. This is going to be the question and answer session that followed my talk about Trials of Osiris details that we got. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live, or if you're not wanting to come into the live shows and you're listening on the other locations or you're watching on YouTube, you can always hit the like button, the share button, you can leave a comment or hit the bell button. All of those things help me out. I greatly appreciate it. We're going to limit this to about an hour today, a little bit over an hour of Q&A, because I am launching my project on the channel soft launching it today and I want to give myself time to get ready the stream's not going to shut down or anything but I got a few things to fiddle with so first question from Enzian do you think Bungie can do a live admin kind of thing to ban cheaters uh, they see when watching streams today uh, for trials that they're working from home I mean obviously they're going to want to do this if it happens okay because if not they're going to be getting sniped all day um, these these cheaters will just continue to go through the directory and find people to stream snipe. They're going to really, really probably set their sights on Lupo, Tifu, um, you know, some of the bigger names are going to be the biggest targets. So I think that they're, I don't know if Bungie's able to do this, but you would hope they could say, 
okay, we have the stream IDs of some of the biggest casters, Tifu, Lupo, etc. And then they have like a running report. And as soon as Lupo runs into a, a cheater and they can see the evidence as plain as day, Bungie should just go in and click a button and get that person out of there. Um, the hope would be that there, you know, there could be a couple hours of that and then it's done and they're gone. And then they're all going to have to grind back up to 960 to get in there. Um, I, I, I think... I think the main thing we would really want to see is seeing a cheater get banned during the game would be awesome. I don't know if there'll be something in the kill feed like there was uh, in Fortnite. That was, I think, one of the greatest things with Fortnite is when they started finally banning people. It was happening mid-game. There was an infamous clip of uh, Darkness429. Tim was literally running the shooter guy at the bottom of a hill and the guy just vanished and it said he was banned in the kill feed. I mean, that's that feels really good. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure Tim probably wanted the kill, but still, you... Seeing somebody getting banned in the kill feed is, uh, it's pretty satisfying. I'll be honest. It's, it's pretty nice. It's like, you know, it's getting taken out by the ban hammer. Uh, it'd be nice to see some of that today. Maybe Bungie could flex a little bit on all these, uh, all these cheating scumbags. You know, just they're literally like, yeah, I'm going to get them. <laughs> and then in front of the world, they get banned. I think that'd be cool, which obviously then they'd probably try it again. But if Bungie's able to have more reaction, like quicker reaction time, that would be key, I think. It's. AHXD. Are we able to pick only one of the five trials cards for trials? Yes, these are tracks that you pick and then you're on the track and it has its rules. So you can't pick like the mercy track and the bonus win track. You pick one of them. And the reason I think this is so important is because some of the tracks I believe are really going to be appealing to more casual players. Mercy and a free win and the uh, extra loot for flawless but no no, no help at all, right? It's called confidence or whatever. Those are mainly geared towards, like, the hardcore, right? The other ones, the one where you get bonus tokens, I think a lot of people that are casual are going to set their sights on that one. They're going to get five wins. They're going to unlock that one. They're probably going to pick that one every every time, right? I don't think it unlocks at five, and, it, and then you have to get five wins every time. I think you literally can unlock it at five and keep it because the XP one said it's unlocked at seven wins but then you get extra XP in relation to your win count which wouldn't make sense if it only unlocks at seven every time so I think the card for tokens is great I think you're going to see all the casuals flock to that and they do that they do their bounties for tokens they get that bonus token the the bonus tokens I think you're going to get a lot of casuals in the player mix every weekend like if I feel like playing that's the one I'm going to use you know, now obviously, if we're going for the win and I'm playing with somebody and we're going for flawless, and they like, dude, grab the mercy. I'll grab the mercy. But if I'm just playing casually with viewers or something, dude, I'm gonna grab the I'm gonna grab the token one. Why not? Like, let's just get the tokens, get some loot. You know, there's a triumph to get wins after seven flawless. Oh, really? Like the scarab? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The angry Texan. Do you think that they should have told us whether loadouts would be locked, or should we just expect that they will be? Did they answer this anywhere on Twitter or Reddit? I kind of feel like them not saying it means it's not happening. I feel like they would specify 3v3 Elim locked loadouts. Like, if they're not saying locked loadouts, I wouldn't assume it's there. That that would be weird to not tell us. They didn't lock... They didn't look locked. I, yeah, I don't think they're locking the loadout. Um, it should say when you go to launch. Yeah, once it's in the game world, I guess once it's on the director, you'll know as soon as you take your little cursor over it, which I guess that's you finding out. But I'm of the opinion that locked loadouts is terrible for trials. I just I would never want to see a highly skilled player 
being like, I wish I could put on my sniper, but I can't. Like, I want to see somebody say, all right, let me put on my sniper. They're sniping. Let me, let me try and get some anti-snipe going. And they're not allowing them to do that. I just think that that's dumb. You have to let people adapt to what the other team is doing. It's, it's, it's three V three Elim in a race to five round wins. Like, come on. Like if, if it's, if you lose two rounds and decide to change your strategy, you can literally turn the tide of a game by doing that. So own you Lono do you think the reason they're taking tokens away we earn in trials on reset is to prevent people from stacking so much that when next season comes around they would just turn them in to get all the rewards that way they always come back to play I don't think this is the reasoning homie because did you read what it said the engrams will only give you loot that you've already unlocked so you you're you're not going to want to turn them in until you've gotten some loot, isn't that what it said? Or or am I misreading that? Am I reading another section? And and, and am I am I making a mistake here? Um, players can turn in trials tokens to Saint Fourteen to increase their reputation and earn trials engrams. These engrams will contain any piece of trials gear that a player has previously earned. So you have to get the gear first meaning you couldn't jump into a new season in token slam now the interesting thing here is and I said this this morning if one of the first pieces of gear that drops is a gun that you really really want a good roll on I could see people basically always stopping short of three wins think about it unlock the one at five what gives you extra tokens and then you do bounties for tokens and then you always stop at two wins why well if you're like i really want a god roll on this gun you've now limited the perk pool of the trials in grams so as a casual player you could really target farm a little bit better if the right gun drops first for you you could basically always keep yourself under three wins so you never get any new loot and you're always token slamming him anytime you get tokens enough to get an engram and it would only be that one item you see what i'm saying like i I'm kind of curious about that. Like, are people that are more casual going to be like, well, I got the auto rifle first. I'm going to target farm this until I get the roll that I want. I'm going to always keep myself under three wins. Like, I don't know. I don't know if that's a, a 900 IQ play or not, but it seems to me like that'd be a really, really good way to chase a roll. I don't know. And then what's wrong with that? I mean, who cares? They're limiting their own wins. Like, they're being, like, intelligent about it. Now, obviously, if you keep getting the wrong guns from your win three, win five, or you keep getting, if you get a bunch of armor, I wonder if armor is going to have a high propensity. Well, then your loot pool is going to very quickly get flooded with stuff and it's not going to matter, right? It only really matters if one of the first pieces that drop for you is a gun that you happen to really want. Well, then you could always keep yourself under three wins (laughs) and just keep token slamming for the right roll. That might be, I wonder if that's going to be unlikely because didn't they do that in D1? Wasn't win three and five always... Wasn't it win three armor all the time and then five was a gun, but there were only certain guns? I can't remember how they did it now. I'm forgetting. Um, But yeah, I mean, you could even consider if you go flawless on your first card and you get a gun that you want, you could consider doing the exact same thing. Just token slamming until you get the roll that you want, never allowing yourself to get the three wins. Three was armor, five was a gun. Okay, so I was I, I think I, I think I had it kind of right there. Yeah, three was armor, five was a gun. So the first thing you're gonna get is armor, and the second thing you're gonna get is a gun if you get to five, which if they do it that way again, we don't know if that's how they're doing it. Titan with no chill. Will trials be a success this weekend with light level advantage and no word on aimbotters ETC? Console will be fairly fine, but have slight concerns with PC. 
I'm worried about console because I think all the DDoSers this week learned that they can't DOS on PC anymore and all the DDoSers are going to go to console because with cross save they can DDoS on console and save all their loot and bring it over to PC so cross saves kind of not helping us in that regard light level advantage and aimbotters I mean light level advantage there's only about 7,000 players above a thousand light level right now um, I do think almost all of those people are likely doing that because they've got their sights set on trials so that's a pretty decent chunk of people I, it depends on how many thousands of players are playing at a given time 7,000 people in the mix over a thousand could pose a problem to everybody else especially if they kind of know life trials all weekend and you keep running into them you know, if you're 980 and you keep running into them all weekend, it's going to be a bit of a bummer. Um, but I don't know if those people even did that with the artifact. I think a lot of those folks have... Well, maybe they are. Their artifacts are probably plus 10s and more. I don't know. I, aimbotters, it's, it's, it's a question. Um, you know, aimbotting's a question because I, we saw it last night. I was watching Grenader with Jake and Bandwipe play together and they were running into him. Uh, Jake got a great snipe on a guy and then the guy, like, rezzed himself and was like... He he can he res, he continued to res himself. I was like, how is this even freaking possible? Um, so we'll see. They did things specifically for trials, so we'll see if they're able to be a little bit more stern on it. It's turds. If there are no adept rewards or similar, is trials going to go down like a lead balloon? Let's go over like a lead balloon. Is the expression like it's going to go over like a lead balloon? I guess go down works too. In any case, I actually like that better. It's going to go down. Yeah, it's going to go down like a lead balloon. Uh, anyway, the I don't know because for a lot of people that ran trials every weekend, a lot of them already had the adept weapons. They just like to win. They just like to help other people go flawless and win. I don't know. I, um, I don't know if that's going to really be the thing that drives people away. I think the glow is nice. I think the armor's hot. Um, I don't know. I hope there's adept. I really do. I hope they thought about that. That when you go flawless there are different versions of the guns or there's o- maybe there's curated roles because there is the, there's already in the game right now if you go to collections go to weapons and go to auto rifle okay and go and inspect the summoner oh wait it's not the summoner oh yeah gotta go to light gg that's right i thought you could see the roles in here and you can't go to light gg and look at the summoner and look at the one perk i forget the name of it it starts with an e or something and it gives you the increased benefits if you're the last person alive on the team okay now i don't know if light gg has light gg detected any of the any of the the roles it's called celerity um i'm gonna go to light gg here in the in the q a and i'm gonna look up celerity as a perk i don't even know because a lot of the times they, they can detect what the gun's like curated role is so i'm gonna look at the scholar the scholar is the kinetic legendary scout rifle there is no detected curated role but it can roll with celerity which is you get increased target acquisition handling and reload speed and you get reduced flinch from incoming fire if you are the last living member of your fire team i i honestly don't know if if that is if that's only available in a flawless run then that would be a new thing I don't right now know if they can restrict the role of a weapon I know they can do curated roles I know they can do maybe the curated roles only drop and they come with celerity I have no idea I don't think this is as extreme as you're stating it though like well there's no I keep saying it's turds and your name is it's truds I, 
I cannot believe I've been doing that. <laughs> That's fake. Did someone go in and change his name? I swear his name was Turds. Are you guys messing with me? I have said I said his name like that. How many times yesterday did I call him Turds? That is terrible. That is actually bad. I cannot believe that I did that. I'm a professional, by the way. I know how to read words. Come on, man. Is he in chat right now? Somebody went in and changed that. They're me- You guys are messing with me. I swear to frick. I- he's not saying anything in chat. So, Oh, no. It's Truds. Oh, my gosh. Is he a sub? Somebody gift him a sub. Uh, no, it's not Turds. <laughs> Nobody told me yesterday, chat. Come on. Oh, my word. This entire Q&A session is dedicated to It's Truds for how terrible, terribly stupid I am. Uh, I apologize for calling you turds multiple times. <laughs> multiple times. That is embarrassingly hilarious. Um, in any case, in any case, I don't think that... <clears throat> I don't think... Oh, gosh. I don't think that... Uh, <laughs> I don't think that I don't think it's this extreme. Oh my gosh. I don't think it's this extreme. I think the trials will be fine. <laughs> I think I think trials will be fine even if they don't have adept weapons. This is a disaster. I the people listening to this other places, I am so sorry. I'm trying to get a grip here. We've got some subs that have come in. Four months from Mr. In, seven months from the masked man, uh, nine months from wounding Cheney, 41 months from Trippin' Monkey. Uh-uh. Holy moly, that is so, that is stupid. Parasito, what measures should Bungie have in place to handle game crashes and trials? I'd assume there are abandonment penalties, but too many people are crashing out in regular activities. This is a totally valid concern. I actually don't know if... Th- what I would encourage them to do is suspend abandonment uh, penalties. They did that with Gambit. Wasn't it Gambit? They did something and everybody kept dropping from Gambit and then they were getting penalized and they disabled the, the abandonment punishment thing. I would say they probably should be doing that like right now. I would turn that off because there is clearly something going on right now. There's some stability issues. There's crashing issues. There's weasels. There's, uh, there's all kind of errors going on right now. Um, I they, they turned it off for Gambit, so I would love it if they did it for this as well. Uh, you can't do that, though. People would just leave it there losing. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that, Stu, because you get tokens. I forgot to say that in my talk. I have that written down. I, I skipped my point on that. The fact that they're doing tokens and bounties and even a, even a track that you can pick where you get bonus tokens, that's encouraging people to not rage quit. Just stay till the end of the match and get your tokens. Your tokens are a means of getting loot. So... I don't know. Even if people are rage quitting, like who get, who cares? You can't let people quit out to avoid losses. No, 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 no. I'm talking about abandonment penalties, meaning you can't play anymore. You get like put in like a 30 minute timeout. I'm not saying they shouldn't get losses for quitting. I'm slicing it. I'm saying, yeah, if you back out, you, you moron, you get a loss. But if people just keep rage quitting and you hit them with abandonment, if you hit them with like abandonment, like, oh, you've been abandoning too many games, right? They don't do that for trials. Well, hopefully they don't because you wouldn't want false positives. If somebody's having some problems, they keep disconnecting and then they finally get back in and you're, oh, you you can't play now, right? 
I got kicked from survival twice in five games yesterday and I got suspended. No lost packets on my side either. Oh man, see, they gotta disable that if people are having issues. I I don't know. They should still get the loss, it's unfortunate, but they shouldn't get penalized and not able to play. Didn't play Trials in D1. Can you explain if cards are per team or per guardian? They're per guardian. If I choose Mercy and my teammate chooses the extra win after three, doesn't that affect how many wins each of us needs? It does, 100%. There were numerous times you could watch a streamer and they'd be like, all right, man, congrats on the lighthouse. And they'd be like, uh, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not ready to go to the lighthouse. And they're like, what are you talking about? And they didn't buy their boons. It happened all the time. People would forget to buy their boons, and the streamer's like, all right, man, congrats. Let's take you to the lighthouse. And they'd be like, oh, you didn't buy your boons. So, like, it became a constant, did you get your boons? Check your boons. Double check your boons. Did you buy your boons? Because the boons would give you, like, an extra win, and, a, and a, you'd start with a win, and you get, like, an extra win on your first win, so you'd start with three. Um if you won your first game so in this case yes if you're if you pick mercy and i don't that's gonna mess with us if i pick the one where i get a bonus win after three wins we're not gonna be synced up i'm gonna be on win number four and you're gonna be on win number three now that's okay but we both can't go to the lighthouse on our seventh win because i'm probably gonna i'm gonna get there before you PhDJ, are you worried about there potentially not being adept or flawless weapons uh, or loot for hardcore PvP players? We already had this question, um, so thank you in chat. You're saying we already answered it. I appreciate that. Yeah, we already answered that, um, and then I laughed because I called it's truds, it's turds. (laughs) Uh, Astrid8. Balake, uh, do you think Bungie... Do you think Bungie has surprises in store for PvE players who aren't interested in trials? No, I don't think so. I don't think that they're attempting to like make sure that we have something to do too. That doesn't seem to be a big uh, a big focus. They need to make sure trials goes off without a hitch. Uh, they need to they need to make sure that trials is a, a smooth smooth operation. Uh, and I think that's going to be the primary focus. I don't think the primary focus needs to be like, hey, let's uh. You know, let's make sure that there's something for the PVE brethren uh, this weekend. Uh, listen, truth be told, truth be told, we've been really harsh on this season, but the PVE players actually have a lot to do right now. The entrance power level is terrible for the event. 980 is bad, and it takes a little bit too long to get your first, your, your first weapon, right? But, but once I got the weapon, I was like, I was getting the weapon every time I completed, you know, the event and had one of those blue tokens to open up the chest. So I was getting a lot of the, the, the auto rifle. And once I started using the auto rifle and seeing the war mine cell on the ground and using the war mine cell, it was doing this big void suppression field. And then it was doing a big explosion. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think that PVE's got good stuff. It just really, really wasn't structured well. It's not structured well when you entrance. It's like, what the frick? 980 public space free event. And then, on top of that, you also have a, a long grind to even get one gun. It, it's 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 way out there. It's like, why is it? Why is it gonna take? Why is it gonna take this long? Why am I gonna have to wait that long to get just 
a gun. I think they should have handed us a gun as soon as we did something for the first bunker, just so we could start experimenting with the mods as soon as we got them. You start getting the mods from the public event, and you're like, well, it's great you guys did this thing with the armor where I can use the mods right away, but all these mods are dependent on Seraph weapons, and I'm not going to have a Seraph weapon for like a week if, if you're more casual. So they should have been, I think, a little bit more thoughtful. I think the PvE content is good, but it's super mismanaged. It's all over the place. Um, it's, I don't know, it's, it, it, many people have been saying, like, it kind of feels like we've taken a couple steps backwards, and so I don't think they're going to be like, well, we better have something for the, for the PvE community, you know? Like, yesterday, PvE community was 1.1 million, okay, and Crucible was 525,000. Now, a lot of the people in PvE could be getting ready for trials. They could be trying to level up and get ready for trials. So this time next week, we need to look at the PvE numbers. Because 1.1 million, kind of like, oh, that's not too bad. My concern is that in one to two weeks, the 1.1 million is going to drop to seven to 800,000. It's going to be a sharp drop. Season of Dawn hovered at over a million players a day in PvE for almost the entire season. It was impressive. I think this season, PvE's in trouble. They, I think they need to make adjustments. I think this Tuesday, they need to try to push out an update to make the Sarah of tower events lower power level like immediately do that you did it before with forges and if i'm right they need to get in front of this because if they wait too long then i think people are going to bounce parasito do you think that fun in trials will directly correlate to player population due to matchmaking saturation of lower light i'm not even a thousand gear score but i feel like i'll have a solid chance considering most players won't be over a thousand well, yeah, there's only about a thousand people over, um, there's only about 7,000 players, I'm sorry. About 7,000 players are over a thousand power. So, I don't know, though, because the advantage you're gonna have over a team that's in, like, the 980s, 990s, I still feel like a really good team could probably destroy you, but most teams that are not at that power level, yeah, you're, you're, I, I would feel like you're going to have an easy time with them. I don't know how extreme the Delta gets. I, I've not played enough to know, but it, it could it could certainly pose a threat. 7,000 people is not a lot, and it depends on region too. Like if they're spread out across regions, the likelihood that you're going to run into them starts to go down because it is connection-based. It's connection-based, card-based. The concern would be is that the farther you get on the card, the more often that you're running into them. Like when you get on wins 6 and 7, I'm sorry, you get on wins like 5 and 6, and you're going to be like living in their world. Um, And thankfully it's only one weekend, but it's the launch weekend, so we don't want that to be too prevalent. Hopefully it's not. Dark Armed Games. Are there any new pin gear drop sources? Oh, pinnacle gear drop sources. Not yet. They're going to do an update mid-season or so where they said they're going to increase uh, a lot of the milestones are going to switch to pinnacle rewards. I'm not really sure why they're doing that, but they did. Fatal Siren. Do you think the trials rewards will be on par with what players want, or do you think it will suffer from a lack of awesome loot? That remains to be seen. Um, oh yeah, the trials flawless is pinnacle. Didn't they say wins three and five are pinnacle as well? I thought they said that. That wins three and five were pinnacle. At least it says that on the Bungie splash page. It was like win games in a row to get pinnacle rewards or something. Oh, pinnacle for the bunker is new. Okay, the bunker, the bunker as well. No, three and five are powerful. Well, then they had it phrased raw incorrectly on their website. Their website phrased that incorrectly then, because I put that right in my video. I read that right off the website. It said that if you... uh, Here, I'll go to it right now. Um, I'll scroll down here, and it says... 
Get multiple wins in a row to earn pinnacle gear. Win seven in a row to earn additional rewards and special access to the lighthouse. That's worded improperly. Because it says if you win multiple games in a row, you earn pinnacle gear and then win seven in a row to earn additional rewards. So the Bungie.net page is incorrect. It's phrased in a way that makes it sound like your three and five will be pinnacle and seven will be extra additional stuff. So unless in their mind they're thinking you got to win seven in a row to go to lighthouse and then you'll get pinnacle. And in addition to that, you'll get more stuff. It just isn't worded very well. Uh, Pixel Pusher. How do you feel about the longevity of the current trial system? Will it get casuals to beef the population? I'm encouraged by what I've seen. Yes, I think they structured this in a really, really smart way. It seems as though they're they're wanting more people in there than just the sweat heads that want to go seven 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 seven. Like it seems like a lot of the a lot of the thoughtfulness about this is to get more casuals in the player base, which is good because that's something that we were really pulling for. We were really really pulling for them to do the bounties like they did pre-rise of iron because pre-rise of iron it was very very clear that they were they were trying to get people in there they wanted people playing they wanted them to be playing each week and for me that was always the case it was like well i i can't win when i played with streamers i had a really really good time and that was fun but if I wasn't playing with streamers, it was like, dude, the only way I'm getting loot is just by running the bounties. And as soon as I got into Rise of Iron, and I was like, oh, the loot's not new on the bounties? Yeah, I'm out. I'm, I'm Dundee. Like, I don't care about this now. And a lot of people resonate with that. They're like, yep, Rise of Iron, as soon as I realized the bounties weren't new loot, Trials was of no interest to me. So... Lord Meow de Mort. <laughs> Do you think that Bungie should take into consideration not just connection and wins, but level as well to an extent? I know that power is on, but it'll be punishing to go against people who grind at a thousand already where the masses are maybe in the mid 70s. Okay, this sounds good in principle, but this completely invalidates having a power-enabled environment if you're only matching people at your power. A power-enabled environment doesn't make any sense. At that point, power-enabled only means, well, we're doing this to sunset your weapons. If you're not playing at all, and you go in there, and people are higher power than you, I I get that that's frustrating, but like, there's, listen, to be fair, I think power-enabled modes are dumb. I don't think that there's, I think that they're dumb, but I... There's no point in them doing a power-enabled mode if matchmaking is like, oh, we are going to match you against uh, people only at your power. <laughs> well, then why why even have the power-enabled mode then? You know, um, at a fundamental level, I think power-enabled PvP is dumb. I really do. It makes no sense to go into an environment that's competitive and to have advantages simply because you play more throughout the week. I think it's stupid, but they're doing it more than likely to help with sunsetting. So if they roll out trials gear in the future, they maybe they've got their sights set. If if year four marks the beginning of truly new legendary weaponry with truly new awesome perks, well, they're going to want to sunset that trials gear a year later. And if you're already accustomed to power enabled trials and you're already accustomed to a 40 bump every season, you won't question it. That'll just be normative to you. Trials is power enabled, a 40 bump every season. I got to make sure and stay ahead of the leveling curve. I have continued to preach my video that went live today on YouTube. If they're going to keep doing this, then leveling needs to be streamlined more than it already has. It needs to be automatic. 
It needs to just happen. Smart RNG, more sources to level, have blues and purples always dropping at your level so you can backfill significantly easier simply by playing, not going to vendors and token slamming and looking for what vendor is a plus zero. Chevy came in yesterday and was like, oh, the leveling's too fast this time around. Absolutely not. He's my homie, but I completely disagree with him. Leveling should be fast and automatic. It's not content. It only serves as a hurdle and a, and a gatekeeping method for people who can't play as much. You don't want people feeling like, well, I played for a couple of hours tonight, but I didn't get the right drops of RNG, so I really didn't move my level along. I don't have time to go to some vendor tracking website and some loot calculator to backfill my my character. I don't have time for all of that. You don't want people feeling that. It's absurd. It really doesn't make any sense for people to feel like, I can't get into the content or every single season trial starts they're like well I either no life the content first week to get ready or power enabled trials not for me you don't want people feeling that way that's the way the 980 public space feels right now and listen I'm not saying a brand new player should be able to jump in the trials it's 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 aspirational pvp I'm not saying that a brand new new light player not being able to play is not what I have in mind here what I have in mind here is every season being told new not new 40 power bump with a pinnacle of plus 10 what okay can I level up reasonably quickly or do I have to no life the game for the next three days or I'm gonna get completely shellacked by people who maximize their 40 bump and they've already gotten it and I've gotten a 10 bump because I played less frequently Again, I, I just think in, a, in an RPG environment, leveling should be almost automatic. It shouldn't feel like you've got you've to figure out the Da Vinci code to level. And I think a lot of people feel it's that way. And the people that are like, oh, it's too fast. It's like, well, you played for 16 hours. You've backfilled. You know the exact methods to ensure that you don't waste any of your drops because you find the zero token vendors or the zero, you know, the zero power ad vendors and you you backfill and and that's not the normative experience for the for players at the end of the day we want people playing destiny we want them in the public space enjoying the content we want them going into matchmaking and that's not happening if people come back and feel like well i got to do this all over again unless i carry the one do a backflip use a calculator min max check all the vendors i'm just going to fall behind and you turn leveling into a freaking headache like right now leveling is better than it's ever been but it's still bad it's it's ultimately still bad they've made improvements but it's still clear there's flaws in it and it isn't set up in a way to where people can enjoy the you know the content in, in, in even in a even in a medium not super casual like a medium way it takes months to grow your level uh even when hardcore in most mmorpgs if you can't commit a couple weeks of grind uh play overwatch amen i disagree with that i really don't agree with that in this, this isn't Overwatch. Well, I'm not saying this isn't Overwatch. What I mean is, this is not an MMORPG. Destiny's been around for too long to suddenly ham fist MMORPG leveling into it. We don't need MMORPG leveling. We already have significant grinds. The grind for the bunker is going to take a while. Trying to get your god rolls is going to take a while. Getting to level 92 on the season pass is going to take a while. Like, it just, leveling doesn't need to be slow in Destiny. It's not that kind of game. We don't even have the content depth to substantiate that claim. 
oh mmorpgs have really long leveling yeah they also have dedicated servers massive environments the grind is harmoniously slow on virtually everything else like grinding up armor grinding up skills grinding up your character everything is slow and in destiny to suddenly act like leveling should be really really slow and every season should kick off with like a well i gotta run on a treadmill for two weeks if i want to enjoy any of the content i don't think that's the great way i really really don't think that's the way to treat the player Aren't they trying to be more MMORPG? No, they want to be an action MMO. And when they were asked what being more MMO meant, Luke Smith said, giving you more stats and customization over your character and improving social. Luke Smith and nobody at Bungie has ever indicated their efforts to make the game more of an action MMO is that we want leveling to be slow, arduous, and painful. If anything, they've gone in the opposite direction. Leveling in Shadowkeep and since Shadowkeep has been significantly streamlined and improved. It still isn't good, but they've never once indicated that they want to go the route to where you're going to have to no life this for eight hours a day to level properly for content. Raid races, trials the first weekend, all those things. Now, somebody might push back and say, but Lono, raids and trials are aspirational. It's okay that people kind of have to no life the first week. And I'd be like, okay. I'll grant you that. I will grant you that. That's a, that's a, a, such a unique player wanting to dive into trials weekend one or wanting to dive into the raid on launch date with contest modifier. I will grant you that point. I will concede that. That's okay. But once the second week rolls around, leveling should be, if I get my way, far more automatic and easy. So they're not feeling like I got to blow three weeks of the season just leveling up. It shouldn't feel that way. It's $10 and it only lasts for three months. You don't want them wasting almost an entire month leveling. Leveling does not do anything for the player. It merely keeps them from playing content. It doesn't do anything for the hardcores because they glide over all, all of the leveling. We always have. It took people a day to get to 1,000. It took gigs a week to get to Endgame Delta before Scourge of the Past. Like, there's no reason. There is absolutely no reason to do this and make it slow and arduous because the hardcore players glide over it anyway. Stop arguing for pain points that don't touch you. It's dumb. Chris B. Hey, Santa Rage, what is your honest opinion on D2? I quit playing since D1. This really isn't a question I feel like answering. I think Destiny's in a great spot. It's come a really long way. It still has issues and things that need to be resolved. Garion didn't play D1. Everyone seems to rave about trials, but I'm an avid regular PvP player, and I don't see an appeal at all with the light level playing a role in the activity. If it's supposed to be a pinnacle PvP activity, why in the world is power advantage a thing? We already dealt with this. It's essentially a way to you know, enforce the sun setting, and it's basically what Bungie does in PvP. They create a, a spectrum of the content, and Iron Banner and Trials has always been considered like endgame aspirational PvP. Um, again, as you heard me say a little, a little bit ago, I don't like it, right? Now listen, rewind the tape like two minutes and back to what I was saying. If leveling was fairly automatic, fairly linear, you just had to grind crucible, grind bounties, grind stuff, and you would just level up, it wouldn't matter. Why? Because generally, after a couple of weeks, everyone's clustered around the same power level anyway. Everyone's at cap. The real issue and the real threat is the artifact, because the artifact is endless level, and that's the problem. If you fall behind people that get significantly farther away, you know, farther away than you with the artifact, you're never going to catch them, because there's only so much XP you can garner in a given week, and as long as they're maintaining their lead in front of you, you'll never 
never catch them. So the artifact's endless power was the true threat, right? Now the threat is every season feeling like I gotta jump through milestone RNG leveling again, and if I get bad RNG, that will have an effect on my experience in trials. That is not a good system. It simply isn't. The system is indefensible. People that try to defend the system basically do everything they can to glide over it they save bounties they play for long periods of time they min max they backfill they put a disproportionate amount of focus on leveling to mitigate everything i'm talking about which is them them basically validating my criticism because they do everything they can to mitigate that because they know rng is a bear bad rng can really hurt your progress and they don't want to go into the weekend with a disadvantage because they had bad rng or limited playtime. so if leveling is more automatic smart rng was present if the soft cap was always at a zero so every time you were 960 960 gear was dropping so backfilling would be practically automatic then people would just level up by playing and that's what you want people doing you want people playing the content grinding crucible chasing the new loot grinding the bunkers playing trials and while they're doing that they should just be leveling up that's that's them engaging with the content engaging with the content is not well the content's over there and I got all these little things I got to do before I get there I got homework that is not how you treat this community they tried it in the past and they went away from it and the, and so far so far mark my word so far I think Sun season of dawn will be the strongest season as far as maintain PVE player base. Now, Shadowkeep was really good, but Shadowkeep was shorter, so it's not a fair comparison. But Season of Dawn had impressive, steady PVE numbers because they didn't do any of this crap where it's like, welcome back, you got a bunch of homework to do, or you're underleveled. They didn't do that. People didn't like it in the Forges of Black Armory, they didn't like it when Escalation Protocol felt overleveled, and Bungie's had to pivot many times when they do this. And this is another scenario where it's like, leveling is better, I'm gonna grant you that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna praise Bungie for those changes, they did make the level better but it's still not where it needs to be especially if they're doing a 40 bump every single season and if they're going to do a 40 bump every single season and have brand new content outside the delta of most players and have power enabled trials that weekend and have a raid race that weekend you got to get rid of rng in the leveling system you just have to concede the point that it's trash and we'll all be bettered for it it's not a good system for leveling it simply isn't Four months from Melly Stelly, 35 months from Drunk OMJ, Charles Edward Cheese with 12 months, and I'm sorry, I clicked on his name in the dashboard. Kind of fishy with nine months, Gator with 29 months. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, will you be carrying anyone in trials? No, I do not have the skill for that. Brock Kelly, you say we need a win. If we don't get adept weapons, what else could we see today and to be that win? I just think a good experience. I think just people just want a good PvP experience. They just want to play and have that trials experience. I, I, I genuinely think there are. I don't think a lot of the players right now have a bunch of hangups of like the weapons better be adept, they better be godly, they better be amazing. I think a lot of these dudes just want to play some PvP. Like look at the tournaments. They don't do tournaments to like get dope loot. They just like they play and have a comp- have a competition and to win. Um, so K two. S0. How do you think trials will go for the casual player? I think it's cool for the PvPers that have an endgame activity, but do you think it will be super sweaty, or will there be enough not-so-great players to balance it out? I've already essentially answered this question. I think the structure that they've gone with, with the non-boons, with the tracks, I think the tracks and the tokens and the bounties will keep casuals in the mix. I think they've made good decisions there. Sundizzle. Sorry if you answered this before, but 
I wanted to know something about the weapon power level expiration. Suppose I have a spare rations that expired. Can I grind for another one that's higher power level, or is that just the way? No, that's it. As far as I understand it, that spare rations, whether it drops then or you've had it for all that time, it will be capped, even if you get a new one. The idea behind this is not to make you go regrind for gear. The idea is this September in this system they could build a raid with truly awesome powerful better weapons than we've had before right and if they do that they need to sunset them a year later so they don't pose a threat to future content does that make sense so the solution is not to be like, well, sunset the weapon, but then you can just go grind for another one. If they put a perk on the raid weapons this September that is really strong and dope, but they don't have to worry about it the following September in the raid in you know 2021, that's great. You're going to bypass that if you can basically go get another one. You're invalidating the entire system and the entire reason that they're building the system if you can always go back and get another one and carry it forward. There's no reason for them to even make the change... There's, there's literally no way for them to even make the change if they do that. If they let you basically do, you know, do a, that's a, basically a form of a bypass. You're just bypassing it. Hot cup of nasty. Do you think Bungie will do anything to prohibit pay to win from being rebooted all over? There is no pay to win. There never has been pay to win. I don't know what you're talking about. Egyptian Joe. What is the downside of having matchmaking for trials? Having to arrange a fire team in advance is a wall for many casual players because there's no LFG in the game. Do you think that this needs to be addressed? Here's the thing. I think Bungie is dipping down enough, okay? Aspirational content's up here. There are raids, there are dungeons, there's Grandmaster Nightfalls, and there's trials. I believe Bungie is stooping down low enough and saying, listen, you can play and get tokens. You can play and complete bounties. You can play, and after five wins, you can unlock a a trials track that enables you to get bonus tokens. I I think that they've stooped low enough to the more mid-lane, more casual sentimentality. I don't think they need to stoop any lower and be like, oh, we've also thrown in matchmaking absolutely not I, I don't think that that would be a good move that would be that would really trivialize the playlist to some degree because basically you had so you would have so many thumbless no mic players in there just running around just doing nothing but feeding um, I, I, I get where you're coming from but if there's anything this game has taught you for the past five years is that at the tip of the content pyramid there isn't matchmaking if you continue to want that, you are desiring something they've consistently told you you're not going to get. You are not going to get matchmade raids. You are not going to get, you know, even nightfalls. They brought matchmaking. Again, they stooped down and said, hey, you can do nightfalls. They're matchmade, but you can't do the absolute hardest nightfalls matchmade. I believe they've stooped low enough with respect to the more casual, more mid-lane player. If they stoop any lower, I believe it would corrupt the content and hurt the content ultimately. I believe that trials and raids would fundamentally be hurt by matchmaking, right? Because of the nature of what you're trying to do. You are trying to win and not lose seven games in a row. This isn't this isn't comp where you can just play a couple rounds with some randies and run around and try and get some kills. This isn't freelance comp where it's just you and a bunch of solos. You don't want to do that. Like it 
Again, it's a multiplayer game that for the last five years has done nothing but communicate to you, the player, that if you want to go to the highest level of content, you need a fire team, right? You need a fire team. What about freelance comp? Works fine. It works fine because you don't need to win seven games in a row without losing. Trials with matchmaking like that, I believe, would be terrible. It would not be good. You would have people going in and just... I don't even know if you if you get tokens for a loss, you just have a bunch of AFKers in there. You'd have so many AFKers. I don't think you would want it. Really don't think so. Zorian Tasuna. If Bungie keeps the idea of weapons synergizing with armor mods, do you think that could work in trials? It's possible. I don't know if we've even looked up. There are no trials mods that we've seen. I don't think so. I've gone into the mod collection screen. I don't think I've missed any. Uh, you go to mods. I went to general. I don't think that there's any mods. I don't think there's any trials mods in here. Because um, when I go to general and scroll all the way over, all the new mods are over here. Unless there's some in here that I've just completely overlooked. I don't think so. Now they could in the future do that. Sure. Yes. Uh, Mixolo, what is your opinion in the uh, in the best token for the in-betweeners being between casuals and guys like Tifu? What's the best token? Oh, the one where you get bonus tokens. I would try and get your five wins to unlock that one, and if you're a casual player, I'd be grabbing the bonus token one every time. Cause I think that'd be I think that'd be the best way to do it. Um Kingish Kandar. I'm not sure if this has been talked about or not, but are the tokens replacing the bounties for trials? No, there's both. It's a both and situation. There's tokens to turn in as well as bounties. Um Ra uh Rasmaplasma. Rasmaplasma, I like that. Like Rasmataz, but Rasmaplasma. Can we only play with people that have the same token? I don't think that that restricts it, no. It's just going to, obviously, you won't be synced up. Like, I answered this question a little bit earlier. Uh, Fluffy Rhino. With the clan perk adding boons, do you think it will only take five wins to go flawless if active? With the clan perk adding boons? What are you talking about? I didn't know there was anything with the clan perk. Um... Earn a bonus trials token when completing trials matches with clan mates and an additional bonus trials token when winning trials matches with clan mates. Uh, I don't, I don't think you're, are, are you reading that incorrectly? It's talking about tokens, homie. So the tokens that you get when you turn, you know, to turn into the NPC, it's not going to speed up your wins. It's just tokens. Boons don't exist anymore. Boons are not even a thing. Boons have been replaced by what are they calling these tracks? Um, I don't even know what they're calling them. I took a screenshot. Uh, hang on a second. Where is it? Instead, there will be five different trials passages. Passages. You're picking a passage. You're not picking a boon. Um, Alpha. Hey Lono. Unlike GG, you see trials themed exotic ornaments for Ace Outbreak and Outbreak. Assuming it will probably find out in a few hours, do you think that they will decide to sell the ornaments in the store, or should it be a missed opportunity to place cosmetic loot and aspirational content? I'm gonna tell you what I'm hoping for. I am hoping that they put them in the flawless runs as a a little something extra for those who goes for those who go flawless. The reason that I'm hoping for this. Is because I've been encouraging them. 
I know that I defend the Eververse, and I know people think I'm a bungee shill and a bungee apologist because they can ignore thousands of videos where I'm critical of the game and, and call on Bungie to make changes, like my leveling video that just went live today. I know it's easy for two brain-celled Neanderthals on the internet to call me an apologist because I defend the Eververse, but I have also said that the Eververse is busting at the seams, and Bungie could afford to put a few items in aspirational content every season. I believe they could do that. I believe they could do it at the NPCs. I've said that you could have a, a level rank with Shax, you could have a level rank with Zavala, and when you get to the very end of their rank, there could be cool cosmetics that they kind of maybe glean a little bit off of the Eververse. Now, if they're in the Eververse, I think that is a mistake. Right? I am not going to throw a challenge flag on the field and get really angry and make a big rant video on it, but I will call that a mistake. I, I do not think that that is the way to do that. If you have a game mode like Trials that is aspirational and you have ornaments that are clearly inspired by that, Bungie already knows our feedback on this. Go back to Garden of Salvation. There was a harpy shell in the Eververse. There was a there was a sparrow that looked like the Divinity. There was a ship that looked like the Crimson Keep. It was very clear at that point in time that people were irritated by that. They were like, this stuff should be in the game. Now, at the time, I shrugged it off. I was like, it's not that big of a deal. I don't think cosmetics really drive grind that much. But in Luke Smith's director's cut, he seemed to indicate, and it might have also been a twa where they indicated that they were analyzing the idea of thematic items like that going into the Eververse. And when we saw the Amalan armor and the vice stuff, I was like, okay, this is better. This stuff has nothing to do with Season of Dawn. It has nothing to do with Saint-14. It's totally fine throwing that in there. But going into Trials and taking Trials-themed ornaments and putting them on exotics and selling them in the Eververse, I believe that is a mistake. I think it would be far better to have them dropping. Now, I'm going to go a little bit further. Bungie has been making ornaments for the legendaries, okay? The legendary weapons. You can get an ornament for, like, the Dustrock Blues and stuff. I got the one for the Recluse. I think I could stomach the ornaments for the Outbreak and the Ace of Spades. I could stomach those ornaments being in the Eververse if the legendary weapons in Trials had ornaments that could drop in flawless runs so you as a flawless person could make your trials weapons look significantly cooler than somebody that's gotten all the trials weapons from bounties or three five wins like i would be okay with it if that were in place but if there's literally zero ornamentation for the trials weapons and the only trials ornamentation for weapons are on two exotics that sold in the eververse i would call that a mistake i don't think that's the right call We've made it clear since Garden of Salvation that when something looks like it should be in endgame content, we don't appreciate that. The sparrow that looks like the divinity, the harpy shell, etc. So, I'm going to continue to try to ride both lines here and take up for the community where I feel that there's a problem, but I also want to push back on people that make the bad criticism. I've done this in Q&A, by the way. Somebody will make an argument and I'll say, listen... I agree with you that this is a problem, but your argument's bad, okay? So I even push back sometimes on people that are agreeing with me. I'm like, your argumentation is actually poor. And I do the same thing with Eververse. It's like, you can be irritated about something being in the Eververse or you don't want it to be in there, but when you argue and say things like, oh, they put way more in the Eververse than anywhere else in the game, all they do is focus on the Eververse. When you can like actually look at the fact that that isn't true, historically speaking, it's very easy to go into the collections and see that if you go to equipment and you look at season 10 ghost shells and compare it to season 5 ghost shells it's absurd there's pages of ghost shells back then now there's only 8 
because they're not having to fill bright ingram pools with a bunch of junk it's just a very small amount that is sold as a way to have a micro spending store so the difference in the eververse getting focused with loot every season is actually significantly lower than it used to be again I think the Eververse is helpful and needed for the company. I think micro stores are actually very good when they're done in a way that's respectful. No RNG, clear direct purchase prices, and they even let us know what's purchase only. There's stuff that you can earn. You can earn the bright dust and buy the things that you want, right? I think it's a very respectful Eververse micro store. But I'm also going to take it for the community when I feel like, Bungie, you're overstepping. You're overstepping. Trials ornaments shouldn't be in there. Raid ornaments shouldn't be in there. Raid items shouldn't be in there, okay? Don't tell me that that Divinity Sparrow isn't a sparrow that could have been in the Garden of Salvation. You know, don't tell me that. Don't insult my intelligence. It looks like the Divinity. The Harpy Shell looks like one that should drop from the Harpy Boss, okay? Please don't insult my intelligence and tell me that's not what those were designed for, or at least inspired by, alright? Again... I'm not going to go crazy about this and, 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 and create some big elaborate drama click video, but it's like, don't insult my intelligence. Stop putting stuff that should be in the aspirational loot pool in the Eververse. I don't think that's the right decision. You've got plenty to sell in there. Where you got plenty of stuff. There are dope sparrows and ornaments and all kind of stuff in there. You don't even need them. You don't even need them. Tido Parliament, uh, hey Lono, if you had to put money down, what do you think the reward will be for Flawless if there's Adept Weapons? Yeah, I don't know. We've speculated on this, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to skip your question because we're getting short on time. Do you think Bungie added anti-cheat and just to tell us it, or do you think that they're still doing what they did before? They have done things in the background, and they're being very generic. They don't want people to know what's coming, and I hope that they absolutely decimate the cheaters. I, I really do. I hope it's, I hope it's notable. Um, I think they're waiting. I think the reason we, we, we've seen pe- cheating, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the reason we saw cheating all the way up until today is because they haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. I hope they pull the trigger today and it's just like a bunch of people get banned because screw these people. Uh, Super MG. Why do you think Flawless title is tied to this season? Should they make it unbroken and not be time limited? A lot of people have questioned this and they're listening and they're like, okay, we're hearing your feedback. So I would look for an update on Flawless to not be limited to the season. I, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and make that prediction. I kind of feel like Bungie's going to walk that one back and be like, yeah, you're right. Flawless can be a, a, a one you can go for anytime. I think that's fair. Trials is not limited to the season and therefore neither should the title for the title for flawless should not be limited because if somebody jumps in the game next season it's like yeah man I used to play I'm back dude let's go they can't get flawless like come on what if they're a trials god they can't get flawless because they didn't play this season I, I don't think I don't think that 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 needs to be limited. Mick Solo, I know you are casting this weekend, but it is likely we will see some casual trials gameplay from you. I don't know. I got a lot going on. I'm I'm buying a house. I'm launching this project. I can't give you any guarantees. I know that Lumi wants to play, Grenader Jake wants to play, all the homies want to play, but I'm putting priority on something else for the time being. Uh it's Truds, the homie Truds. Time for redemption, Lono Pepe. Do you think Bungie playing into the gatekeeping aspect of Trials with the specific glows will help the community become more helpful in getting more members to the Lighthouse for the first time? I don't know if the glows are needed here. I think people just really like that feeling of taking somebody to the Lighthouse, taking somebody through a raid, right? So, 
I mean, raid gear has sucked, I, I think, significantly since even since Kingsfall. I mean, Wrath had good loot, but Kingsfall loot wasn't that impressive, and the raid loot in D2 has been pretty bad. And yet, people have been consistently doing the Sherpa thing. I think people just like to do the Sherpa thing. It's it's just, it, I don't know, it's a feels-good thing. That's a feels-good thing, you know? The reason... I don't, uh, don't you think that Bungie should spend time explaining things such as the Warmind cells as potential hints at content that isn't on the roadmap? This is where I think their lack of information bit them on the butt, okay? They didn't give us a lot of information for Season of Dawn. I think it was a good decision. It made the season feel a little bit more dense and exciting to discover, oh, the obelisks, ooh, the grind. This season, I think it bit them right on the butt. I was reading... Uh, you guys know Leah. It was it used to be Leah. Uh, Leah loves Chief, and now she's Leviathan. Leviathan. Um, she's done, she did some hosting for Microsoft. She's great. She's a fantastic streamer. She was. She did a little thread on her return to Destiny, and I really had to agree with a lot of what she said. She said it was just really confusing. On like, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing or focusing on. It seems like it's all super bounties based. The bunkers are explained almost not at all. They're complex. I mean, listen, I know we do Lono blind and Lono old, like I'm this big, dumb, old fuddy-duddy, but I got in there and I was like, hang on a minute, what, when, how am I supposed to do this? Okay, so what's the progression going to feel like? What are these benefits even for? It was like drinking from a fire hose. I was like, what on earth is all of this? Now, once I kind of got my footing, I was like, oh, this is pretty good. This is like the obelisk grind. I kind of like this. But I also think there could have been a very basic stream. We're just going to show you this menu in the first bunker. We're going to let you discover the bunker, where it is, and how it is to come down here. We're literally just going to show you this bunker menu to give you an idea of what this is going to look like. We're also going to show you one gun in action. It's a serif weapon, and the serif weapons have new perks, and those new perks are not on the weapons. They are on armor mods. We have created armor mod and weapon synergy, and these war mine cells have a ton of fun things you can do, and we're going to show you just one of those things today right and then they could have shown people how to do the public event like <laughs> throw the ball at the ball keep the enemies off the plate like the, the public event is so frustrating because no one knows how to do it like I think I think a 45 minute stream could have done that 15 minutes a section you know a very very basic reveal stream it's just it bit him right on the butt. I really think this this season's gonna fall and sh- and and stumble because they gave us zero information, vital information. Why are the Seraph weapons so basic? Because they can do something no other weapon can. What the frick is this? What the frick is the point of this public event? Here's the point of the public event, and here's how to run it. Why should I bother with the bunkers? Here's all these cool benefits, and here's all these cool things you can do. You can summon robots. Like that's all they had to do. I understand the sentimentality of like, well, if we leave it a mystery, it'll be like, oh, look at how much is underneath all here. We didn't know about all this. This is so surprising. That worked in Season of Dawn, but I think just like with Armor 2.0, they kind of had to have that season where like, okay, this is, they had to have that stream where like, okay, this is how it works. I don't know, dude. I, I... I'm not going to blame Corona for the lack of the reveal stream. No, this was, this was a marketing plan put in place. They didn't announce any streams or anything. They were not working from home yet. They were not working from home yet. When, when, when Corona, um, had them starting working from home. That is not why they didn't do a stream. So I think it hurt them. Ashen. 
Trials noob here. Do you need a pre-built fire team for trials? Yes. Or can I go in by myself? No. And blame my losses on my matchmade teammates? No, you can't do that. Go for 007. Hi. How do you think will casual players be able to get loot from trials just by the 3-5 wins? There's the 3-5 wins, there's the tokens, there's the bounty for tokens, and then there's the passage that gives you more tokens uh, once you get it, once you unlock it. Obey Supreme. Will contest mode be turned on for trials? No, contest mode has nothing to do with trials. Davy Great. Do you know what map is going to be? No, I don't know if they're going to start telling us, but usually that's like the surprise of like, ooh, what's the map? And then the first team in, the first stream in usually gets to be like, it's Anomaly! Um, I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be either Anomaly or Exodus Blue. I think they're going to save, uh, Cauldron is a little in the middle. I think Exodus Blue and Anomaly are a little bit more favorite, uh, maps. I think Cauldron's more in the middle. There are people that dislike it and like it almost equally. But I think Anomaly and Exodus Blue are are very, very liked. So I would put my money on Anomaly. I think Anomaly is just a more it's just a more well-known map. Um, so any map with doors gets like a mixture of feedback from players, and I think Cauldron with the doors would be kind of a uh, it people wanted Cauldron back, but I don't think they wanted it back as much as Anomaly or as much as Exodus Blue. Parasito. People are complaining about lack of PvE content, but the Trials hype train is well on the way. How do you think it will impact retention? The first weekend is critical because first impressions are everything. Most new players who follow streamers won't know that the light advantage will be gone after this week and that players might be gone as well. Right, that's a concern. That's a concern. I think hopefully the biggest streamers got high enough that it won't be like a, a complaint. Oh, here we go again. 1010 team and I'm 990. Like, hopefully a lot of them get you know get high enough keep in mind power advantage is not leaving the artifact will won't be active anymore so it'll round a lot more people out down to where people are so keep that in mind people are still going to need to be playing and grinding up to about a thousand so they don't have to deal with this as long as their gear score is in the thousand you know low thousands or rated right a thousand they should be fine cryo 87 when do you add the artifact level back into play or do you think Delta for power difference should be? Well, they're not going to add it back into Iron Banner or Trials until they can cap it in those playlists. They're not going to cap the artifact. The specific language they used was that needs to be capped in those playlists. Captain SRAS. Why do you think the Grandmaster wasn't released on day one with the artifact letting some players reach the second required in a week? Uh, is this just to space out the season's content? I just think it's normal for something that high power level to come later. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I don't think we need to like overanalyze this decision. I mean, Grandmaster Nightfall is like a thousand, what a thousand sixty? It's 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 pretty it's pretty high. Uh, Simon PTV. The clan banner shows that you can earn bonus trials token when completing trials matches and additional tokens when winning trials matches with clan mates. When your clan reaches or already reach clan level five, do you think this is a good thing? Um, the clan banner shows bonus trials tokens when completing trials matches, additional tokens when winning trials matches with clan mates. When your clan reaches, yeah, I think that's fine. The tokens is going to keep people in there. You want more people playing. Uh, Coldheart. The flawless title question sparked something in my mind. The Conqueror title we get from Grandmaster Nightfall is a seasonal title as well. Getting to 1060 is going to be crazy uh, bounty grind that's going to suck. Should Bungie remove the seasonal titles and let you get them over time and let more people acquire them? 
Luke Smith indicated there's too much FOMO, so this could be something that comes later where they start to say, listen, we don't feel like titles should go away. They should always be there for you to pursue, especially when they're attached to content that just is not going away. Now, they might want the um, the Conqueror title maybe in their mind, no, we want this to be a badge of honor. Like, it's going to get easier and easier to get it if we let you continue to level because you you carry your, your your gear score into the next season. I mean, if every season they bump the Nightfalls, it kind of doesn't matter, but I'm of the opinion that Bungie should just sort of give in on this and say titles don't need to be relegated to a season. Now, obviously, if there were titles that were linked to, like, Vex Offensive or Sundial, they kind of didn't have a choice, but if there's titles that are attached to Nightfalls or Trials, it, to me, it seems like they should just give in here and say, you know, that's fine. That, that you can get that anytime. Um, I don't. I don't think there's any loss there. Oh, that's not fair, man. I went crazy and got it. Now you're letting other people get it later. Honestly, who cares? They're going to put in the same work that you did. Does it matter if they put in the work back here in this season or the fact that you rushed and did it in this season? What's the difference? You're both putting in the same amount of work. As long as the tri- as long. As long as the passing of time does not trivialize the title, then I don't care, right? You don't want the passing of time to trivialize the title because maybe they don't do as big of a gear bump in the summer or something. That would be the only concern. Even that, to me, I think you can stomach that and live with that. It's not that big of a deal. But in general, I think most of the time the principle is true that they're doing the same thing you did. They're just doing it later. Who the frick cares? It's not like they got it handed to them. They still had to go and meet the requirements law enforcer do you have any thoughts about smaller number of streamers getting terms of service suspensions with how they run trials carries is this good or bad for the directory or destiny wait so more people got banned I thought wish got singled out for this I didn't realize there were other suspensions that happened none of that got into my twitter feed I I wasn't I've been really busy I haven't actually been paying much attention to my twitter feed Uh, so I know that Wish You Luck got banned and and Twitch indicated he was giving an unfair advantage to other players, which I think they're loosely applying that. I mean, that sounds like he's cheating. Like, I don't really know. They didn't tell him he was breaking terms of service of another company. He said they were he was giving unfair advantages to other players in his chat, which I don't know what that means either. I was not aware that there were other people that had been banned for this. Um... If there are other streamers that are getting banned for trials carries, I would really, really think that Twitch, if it's Twitch staff doing it, they need to have a conversation with somebody like myself or a community manager from Bungie because it sounds to me like, I don't know, someone on Twitch and Bungie is enforcing TOS. It sounds like to me like there might be some mistakes being made here. If you are paying for a trials carry, there's nothing wrong with that. And if people are getting banned for that, that's kind of out of nowhere. I mean, that's been a thing for the longest time. Uh, Paying for recoveries is the only gray area. And we looked at the Steam terms and conditions, and man, it it was gray. I was like, you could read this either way. It doesn't say that the person that gets your password is breaking terms of service. And there's account sharing anyway. So, like, I don't know. I don't want to get caught up into this debate. I would be concerned that they're pulling the trigger when they don't need to. I would want to see the details as to why they're banning people. What specific thing 
are they doing that is wrong? If recoveries are wrong, then that needs to be stipulated. What specific line item of terms of service are being broken? Because when we looked at the terms of service the other day on Steam, we were like, I don't know, this doesn't seem super black and white here that you can't give your account to somebody else. It says that you're responsible for your own confidentiality and that you're basically not supposed to give your information to other people. I don't, it, it, se- it, it really, really seems like they're singling out people in a vindictive way. It did not seem like a fair and like, oh, we're enforcing the rules fairly here. It seemed very much like a, a vindictive choice. Um, it's against TOS to do it for subs or sub incentives. So when I ran raffles and did raid helps and I gave subs extra luck on the raffles, is that against terms of service? I don't understand. I saw the same thing, Magicka Mitch. I saw people saying, oh, it's because you're giving subs preferential treatment in your chat for, for in-game advantages. And I was like, what? I, I mean, I did that. I gave subs increased luck in raffles. Like, I don't understand. I don't know. Sub incentives is a thing. Is Twitch really going to start cracking down on sub incentives? I, I don't know. Parasito. Servers seem to have lots of login issues at peak times. Do you think that we'll have server issues at reset, rolling blackouts, or some people will be getting home from school? I wouldn't be surprised if Steam players gets close to 500k. Well, and schools across the country are closing because of the virus. So, I mean, this could be a, uh, a super, super big influ- uh, influx. Um, it, it 100% could be... Um, it 100% could be something that, uh, that, that leads to some, some downtime. Yeah. So, listen, I'm not going to engage people in chat that are taking shots at another streamer, but I'm just going to say that if you're going to start banning somebody because they curse at viewers and other players, you'd have to ban half the freaking platform. Get a dadgum clue, okay? That's not why people are getting banned, because they're toxic or mean or rude. You'd have to ban half of the dadgum Twitch platform. Just wake up and grow up. That's not why people are getting banned. Put on your big boy pants. That's just the way the world is. People get competitive and they run their mouths. If you don't like it, don't watch them. D2SLA. You will not receive or provide boosting services to advance progress or achieve results that are solely based on the account holder's gameplay. Twitch enforces based on the content being displayed as well, so violating Bungie TOS is bannable. So they're considering a boosting service. Him playing for somebody and going for like a glory rank or whatever. They're considering it a, a boosting service. I mean, listen, if I always said that people doing recoveries had to watch themselves because it was right on the line. I was like, some companies don't want you doing that. As far as I know, Sony, it was against their terms and conditions explicitly. And like Microsoft's was kind of gray and Steam's was kind of gray, right? That's all carries though. No, no, he's not boosting their account. He's playing with them. Carries are not a boosting service. It's somebody being helped. That's like that's like a Sherpa raid. That you can't say that's wrong or against the rules. That is not it. It's playing for someone is not solely based on the account holder's gameplay. Right. I don't think you guys are seeing the the picture here. It's it's they're considering a form of boosting. Um it ain't boosting to let someone play with you. Yeah, there's no way they see that. I, I can't see that they would uh they would they would they would look at it that way. So, listen, for those of you that are tuning in, in about 30 minutes, I'm launching a pretty significant project. We're going to be shoutcasting trials. 
I want to give myself time to do that. So we're only going to take a couple more questions and we're going to be done. Uh, it's not really a question, but I just want to say thanks for all the entertaining stream. Your rant streams always make for some favorite content. Oh, thank you. Remor says, uh... Did Bungie at any point indicate that Flawless and Conqueror were seasonal? I had already assumed that they were staying. I don't know why people are saying they're seasonal. I don't. And then the last question is, will there be adept weapons? We actually don't know. We're waiting to see if there will be adept weapons. So don't go anywhere. You are not going to want to miss this project that I'm launching. I'm going to be shoutcasting trials. It's going to be good. We're going to be shoutcasting Lumi. Uh, Little Sonic and Vince. It's going to be a good time. Don't go anywhere. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or watching on YouTube, you can always catch me live at saynotorage.com. As always, please like, share, and subscribe.